0: Welcome to Conversations in the Kitchen. We're Gemma and Paul, two kitchen table entrepreneurs chatting about our journey, building our own e-commerce businesses and helping others to do the same. Grab a coffee and join us in the kitchen as we chat about the highs and lows of entrepreneurship, strategies for digital growth, and our approach to building a purpose-driven and sustainable business online. morning Gemma how are you? Morning I'm good thanks how are you?
1: I'm good I'm in that sort of uh, on the bridge between still being full of all the energy I've had this year with lots of interesting projects going on I'm feeling like it might be nice to have a bit of a rest over Christmas and switch off a little bit
0: yeah
1: um and Christmas spirit starting to build, uh, I'm also feeling um, still still full of some self-consciousness from our last podcast, where I feel like you had lots of questions for me, and I've awful done lots <laughs> answering those questions, talking about how, oh, aren't I clever setting up an e-commerce business? selling t-shirts so quickly when i knew in the back of my mind that uh, i was talking to someone who uh, during the time i'd been setting that up (laughs) had actually gone and set up their own apparel aspect uh, revenue stream to their business much quicker and more successfully than i had done in (laughs) in a shorter space of time so, um, and I'm going to use this term deliberately because we're going to come back and talk about it a bit more later, I think, knowing what I know about some of the stuff that's been going on. But I, I did, so I, I felt like I was mansplaining to, <laughs> to someone about my e-commerce business uh, when actually they, they were sat there slightly smugly thinking, yeah, yeah, I, I know, I know. I, I've I've done this I've done this much effectively, <laughs> but I know, I know I know as well how that you know working together on things. That's there's a bit there's a bit of a joke there, but but there there isn't as well. But I think this week we have to turn the tables, and I I need to find out about uh, what you've been up to, and we need to share that a little bit. So yeah, in like I said, in a shorter space of time, you uh, went live with your apparel business um and i think you should tell us about it so so tell me a little bit about what it is and uh how it's been working and then i've got some questions for you
0: okay yeah um i mean i think it was in a shorter space of time but i think we'll talk a little bit more about there's been a lot the actual implementation was a much shorter space of time but there's been a lot that's sort of happened over a number of years really that's kind of brought it to this point so yeah I've launched um, an apparel range of sweatshirts and t-shirts that are very much aimed at well feminist business owners I suppose but feminists in general um, and those that support them and yeah it's been really exciting it's been one of those things that I've had probably in the back of my mind I think for I would say about three years now um and it's taken that long to actually just get around to do it and find the time to actually get on and do it um and some of that actually was being inspired by you know you getting on with your sort of t-shirt brand that we talked about last week um and just sort of thinking do you know what just just get on and do it you kind of you've got a bit of insight here that you can kind of use so i maybe stole your idea slightly in that sense
1: i i, I think i think we'll say it brought out your competitive edge and... it
0: possibly did yeah well, um,
1: well, we, we can think of it as sort of uh um cross, cross crossing the marathon line finish line together or something or something like that something that, like that it, yeah it did it did feel like that actually it felt um uh like suddenly a few weeks into my project that i i had a kind of partner in crime even <laughs> even though you were doing some, something slightly different and i did sit there kind of going well, that's a good idea Um, so so it was it was good to if, if that was the case if it was a catalyst for it suddenly coming to life then I think that's a good thing
0: yeah I think it definitely was and I think it was also quite a good example of you know when you do collaborate with people you do talk to them a lot about sort of what you're up to and building your vision and stuff like that you you know you get a lot of insights from what other people are doing and I think it was definitely a case of I learned things from what you were doing and things that I was doing kind of applied to what you were doing as well so I think it was a you know good example of that but yeah it's been really exciting it feels really good to get it out there the response has been like way better than I sort of expected Um, yeah and it just you know it's just sort of it's been a one of those experiences of you know why didn't I do this years ago but probably actually the timing wasn't wasn't right and you know now now it's just sort of hit the nail on the head with that and yeah it's just been really exciting to put it out there
1: so quick for, for the this is the classic uh for the benefit of people listening on radio did, what 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 can we buy on your website as a with your with your new range just describe it a little bit
0: yeah, so I've got at the moment, it's uh, it just covers t-shirts, sweatshirts, and there's some bags as well. It's expanding in the new year um, with some different ranges and different different product types. Um, but yeah, everything everything has got some sort of slogan on it around, you know, being feminist. So um, we've got things like feminist, we've got things like woman on a mission, that's been probably the most popular one that's kind of flown out the doors a little bit, which I sort of expected it to. It's possibly my favorite one as well. Um... And yeah, you know, it's just, it it was about, for me, women really being able to wear their values loud and proud. And a lot of the work that I've done over the years as a coach has been with women who are looking to sort of find their freedom through their own business and entrepreneurship. And it was kind of just an extension of that, really, and another way to sort of support women in starting conversations around this sort of thing and you know sharing their values and kind of claiming who they are as female business owners or just you know women doing awesome things in the world generally um so yeah it's really exciting and I you know can't wait to expand on that a little bit more in the new year with new stuff um and new designs and just just sort of see what happens but it just yeah it's been I've had you know pictures coming in of people wearing their sweatshirts and um it just yeah it's just the most amazing thing to sort of see women kind of taking ownership of you know what they believe in and you know their value um and sort of expressing themselves through what they're wearing
1: and i've got some practical questions to come back to but what you've just said there really touches on uh because what i like about it is it feels like it's totally grows out of your brand story and the story that you sort of try and communicate to your client so mm-hmm. i think uh but actually it feels like a kind of a dialing up of that as well which i think is quite exciting it feels even more kind of um out there and loud about what you do and and i feel like it takes some of the conversations that we've had as we've sort of learned about each other's values and principles and kind of gone oh i'm, I'm glad you think that i think i think that's really interesting but makes them very visible and kind of kind of out there. Uh, how has it i don't know is it does, it does it does it feel like that to you does it feel as though it's kind of um making you think even more about your brand story and what you're about and
0: yeah, I think 100%. And I think, um, I don't know, I just feel more and more passionate about supporting women to, you know, find their freedom and, and get their autonomy. Um, I think it's been an interesting experience putting it out there on the whole, it's been really positive. The feedback that I've had has been amazing. But there have been one or two quite sort of negative experiences with that as well. Um I've had, you know, I've had some comments about it's going to damage your brand selling things with the word feminist on the front um, and that perhaps, you know, make me, it makes me look less credible as a business person. So there have been those kind of comments and I think on the whole, that's just kind of fired me up a little bit more and sort of, you know, um, made me even more enthusiastic to get, you know, more women out there wearing the word feminist on the front of their sweatshirt. So from that respect, it's been really interesting. But yeah, it just, it just really, um, I don't know, I think it just brings together a lot of the the work that I've been doing with women over the years. And it just kind of solidifies that and, and sort of gives me a clearer sense of what it is that I want to create through, you know, through whatever I'm doing, whether that's the coaching, whether it's selling sweatshirts, whether it's some of the work that we do through in the kitchen it just kind of it just kind of brings all that together and just yeah it just sort of fires me up even more and um you know I just I have the privilege of working with some amazing women and it you know it's them that I had in mind when I was creating sweatshirts and I think that's just going to continue and grow in that sense so yeah I definitely think it in terms of the brand story it you know it just it does bring that together and just really sort of makes me Probably a bit more confident to kind of you know be loud and proud about that and communicate it i think
1: it, and it's good to hear you say that as well because I know as well uh, yeah it's my, my it's not my nature to want to think about because i some of the some of the stories you've told me about some of those responses just feel quite negative to me and mm. sort of unsurprising and probably doesn't we don't have to guess too difficultly what kind of people are, are bringing those responses either or what they, what their gender are what their gender is but um you know at the same time it's not when when you're in the firing line of that it, it can it's quite demoralizing and quite demotivating and you know it can raise you can you can I suppose be brought down by that negative energy as as well, so it's good it's good to hear you kind of flip flip that, and you know i know, I know that uh, you know it has it can it can be sort of emotionally draining for for you as well, but it's a good lesson isn't it, in sort of like if you if you're going to be really distinct and have a really kind of focus on a niche audience and what they need. Not, not actually. Actually, I'm going to retract that because not that it is a niche audience. <laughs> um, it, you know, it's a pretty big audience. But, but it, but it, I suppose what I mean is, if you're going to be for someone, that means you're you're not for someone else. Or, mm. you know, it makes it can be quite a marmite thing, kind of that it sort of, yeah. if you, if you're doing well at being for someone, then maybe you're against someone else. So, I guess, I guess it's a good reminder of sort of you know some, sometimes being able to kind of sustain yourself reminding yourself that i am for these people and therefore if i'm getting a kind of negative response maybe that's confirming that not not yeah. kind of
0: yeah
1: kind of dra- draining me um
0: yeah definitely and i think it you know it does do that it just it, it kind of you know that that comment in particular about oh it's it's going to make you look less credible as a business person. It's going to damage your brand. You know, I see it as the opposite. I see it's going to really strengthen my brand to have this out there. And, um, and it just kind of fires me up even more to show up for women who, you know, constant, we constantly experience these kind of um, responses and this kind of negativity. And, you know, we're in situations where we, we come up against these challenges and it just, it just, it's like fuel to the fire really, as opposed to it sort of, you know, takes away, and I can't. You know, I don't question what I'm doing at all off the back of it. So I think it just, you know, it. it but that that comes from knowing who I'm creating this for, and you know, really believing in the women who are going to very proudly wear these sweatshirts and t-shirts, and you know, I'm believing in, yeah, the fact that even you know, we talk a lot about women's equality in the sort of corporate world sense, but you know, I'm really passionate about it when it comes to entrepreneurs because still, only one in three entrepreneurs in the UK as a woman and the challenges that you know we face around funding and sort of just being able to even step into starting a business is like I'm just super passionate about breaking those barriers down and when you get messages like this and when you put yourself out there as a businesswoman, and this is what comes back it just just yeah fires me up even more to you know to keep sort of trying to have these conversations and break that down
1: we, we've had some really good chats around uh, being big, both being big fans of Linda Scott's work with the Double X Economy, and yeah. the the mischievous side of me is now thinking that you, you need to just just have a little bit more of a dialogue with these naysayers to get their address, so you can you can send them <laughs> and that them. and yeah. agree to engage in a dialogue with them once they once they've read that and have, have critically absorbed some of the stuff in that because yeah. yeah, I think some of the just more more female entrepreneurs, more women in boardrooms, more female wealth has has got to be a, be a good thing and yeah um, uh, yeah uh, absolutely um, yeah on a, and I think it, it, it's sort of great having these really practical conversations about some of the stuff we talk about, which can feel quite abs- you know about you know we talk with clients about brand stories and yeah, niche audiences and going more niche, and, and these these are some of the kind of practical rea- realities of it. On on some of those practicalities, uh, it feels a bit boring talking about that after after some of the more inspiring values driven stuff. But um, you, you know, you you've taken quite a different path in some ways in terms of the platforms that you've used and the tools that you've used and the uh, method of approaching it. Um, just, just say a little bit about that because, I mean, it, it, you, you said before you know, see, seeing my approach was insightful, but it's mm-hmm. actually quite good that you, 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 you saw it and then di- and took a different approach. In, <laughs> not, not that I feel uh, uh, demoralized or or confidence sapped by that. Given, given that your sales <laughs> outperformed mine so much more quickly, but
0: yeah, but that well, actually, that
1: that,
0: I was going to say that's an insight in itself because. That's nothing, to, you know. That's nothing to do with the approach or the product. The, the the difference I had in building this compared to you, and I would just say, if anyone hasn't listened to that episode that we did, the previous one to this, with you know your story of um, launching Limited Limited, definitely go and do that. But the difference between my approach and that was, you were literally creating a brand and a community from scratch. I was bringing a new revenue stream into a community and a brand that was already existing. Um, so I already had an audience in place who were quite engaged and primed for this already. Um, and that instantly meant that, you know, I launched it and there were sales, whereas you've obviously you had sales, but it's very different. You're still building that community and that audience. And as much as I'm growing mine, it's far more established because, you know, I've had that there for, for 10 years really. Um, but yeah, on a practical level, my approach is slightly different in that I, contemplated setting up a completely different e-commerce platform for it um in the way you know you've done it through Shopify and then found your kind of delivery partner for that Um, but because I already have an existing website that you know I've had for 10 years it gets a lot of traffic to it um from an authority point of view with Google and Um, SEO and kind of search engines it made a lot more sense to sort of fit this into that and then obviously benefit from sort of all the work that's gone ahead in kind of building that so yeah I found a delivery partner um, so same as you same business model in terms of print on demand but I found a delivery partner that integrated with Squarespace which is the platform that I use Um, and in that respect it was great because it meant it happened very quickly there wasn't I didn't have to build out a new site it was just sort of You know, getting the products on there and and sort of setting up the e-commerce end so for me that happened in a weekend a weekend that involved not very much sleep but it was a weekend um and yeah happened quite quickly and it has had its challenges um there are definite pros and cons I think to doing it this way versus maybe having a Shopify site um and it's been kind of interesting to you know to sort of go through that um but yeah for me just with already having a brand established it was what made the most sensory it was just to sort of integrate it with what was already there and, you know, benefit from the traffic and the SEO and the, you know, all the social media stuff that is already in place. So, um, yeah, it's been interesting. It potentially might grow into its own brand in the future. I have no idea, but for now that just seemed like the best, the sort of best and most practical and quickest way really for me to, to get it out there. So, yeah.
1: Well, I do, I do, um, I reassure my delicate male ego every day about how your, your existing community and your existing platform is a, is a secret to success. Although I, I mean, that is, that is a slight, I, I, I wanted to go live very quickly because, um, because it went from sort of idea to Genesis very quickly. But uh, you know, one of the things we've talked about off grid, isn't it, is how I, actually in high, in hindsight, with my project, starting some of that community building sooner, um, or, or, or building your timeline of launch around the community building is mm. is is quite a good approach. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was it, it has been amazing, actually. I mean, <laughs> there's a kind of there's an element, isn't there, of sort of uh, if you if you go and do a sport, you, you've got more admiration for the people who do it who complete the course quicker than you do or you, you, you want and yeah sort of seeing you almost fit in fit into that window where i i managed to launch a, a an e-commerce brand using print on demand in about five weeks and then and then within that within a weekend you you did yours <laughs> um but it what what would your where does that take you in terms of sort of advice for other entrepreneurs? Because it it is it, you know, it's quite inspiring. Uh, you know, you said you waited three years to do it, but at the same time, you know, the reality was really in a sort of week to two weeks, you added quite quite an impressive revenue stream and product line to an to an existing business. Mm. What what's your advice for people who are sort of sat there thinking, uh you know, I know I can grow my business and I've got a few thoughts about revenue streams, but maybe I'll do it in a year, maybe I'll do it in two years. What? What? what, what is is it, is it possible to just kind of switch it on that quickly and, and go for it?
0: I think it is. Um, I would say, I think having a, a strong brand story before you start to do that is, you know, I think that's fundamental. And I think really knowing who your audience are as well. And just, you know, making sure that whatever revenue stream you're wanting to bring in really caters to them. I think those two things, having those in place first, um, you know, you're going to get the most success from that. But yeah, I think, you know, there's a million and one ways you can structure your business and you know, business models is something we talk about all the time. We get really excited about them because you know, they can be super flexible. Um, and I think if you're sat there on an idea, you know, just do it, just, just, go for it and build it and put it out there because it's you know it's either never going to get done or someone else is going to come along and do it or you know it's just going to be one of those things that you keep putting off year after year after year and I think you know it definitely is one of those things that I look back and just think oh I should have probably just done that three years ago actually when I had the idea Um, you know and there's so many resources and so many tools and so many things out there that can help Um, and I think it is just you know if you've got an idea just do it. You don't have to know exactly how to do it, but do the first step and figure it out. And you know, that's always kind of been my philosophy with stuff is just, well, I might not know how to do it, but I can work out how to do it or I'll find someone who can help me do it or who's already done it and can, you know, can kind of, um, sort of give a bit of guidance along the way. So yeah, I mean, I think, you know, I'm really passionate as well about building a business, um, that has multiple layers of revenue to it. I just think that is the, best most sustainable way to to be building a business particularly in you know times when we just at the moment don't know what's going to happen with anything and if you've got multiple revenue streams you know you're just in a much more um you know much less risky place and i think if you've got you know an idea for a product or a new service or a new niche that you can target then just get on and do it and expand and scale out your business that way and you know i don't think you would ever regret doing it because whatever happens, you're going to learn from it and it's going to inform what you go on to do in the future. And I think, you know, that's sort of something to always hold on to as well.
1: I think it's been great seeing from the outside as well, how you, you going through that process has, you know, a- absolutely contrary to, to the criticism that you've got from uh, unasked for sources <laughs> Uh, and the And the little bits of negativity that come from maybe doing something like what you 've done in the public sphere um, but I, but actually see seeing how not only it sort of energized your base in your business and you know he- hearing the positivity of the initial feedback from you know some of, some of your community praising what you 've done or getting really excited about it. But, uh, you know, I've had a real sense of it energising you as well, actually. And it kind of, you you know, perhaps that's a reward in itself that you kind of, um, you know, getting something to life that you've been thinking about for a while and and plugging it in. uh, I suppose it's, you know, felt like maybe it's a reminder of why you do it in the first place or, um, you know, uh, my sense is it's, you know the revenue is a nice part of it but actually that sense of reactivating some other parts of your business and reactivating your motivation has been really nice to see as well
0: yeah a hundred percent and i think it's definitely you know it's got me thinking there's a new year coming up and what do i want to where do i want to go with my business how can i support women even more with stuff it just it really has sort of just got me in that kind of frame of mind of thinking through all that as well. And, you know, sparking new ideas and new ways and new revenue streams that I can bring in. Um, yeah, I definitely think it's kind of solidified all of that as well.
1: Well, yes, as, as someone with a, uh, a 10 year old feminist daughter who might be getting <laughs> some of your apparel for Christmas yeah, um, and hopefully is one of the entrepreneurs of the future. Uh, it, yeah, I, I'm, it, it it's really excited me see, seeing it all, and uh, in that regard as well, it may, maybe it being the beginning of some of the conversations we've had around philosophy and values and motivations coming even more to the heart of your brand story in twenty twenty one. So that might be my uh, might might be might be nudging you a little bit more in that direction to to make sure some of that comes out as well as we go yep. forward. Um, yeah, it's been it's been really exciting, and I think for both of us, it's been quite an inspiring journey, learning about all of this stuff and bringing more more kind of knowledge into our sort of skill set. I'm quite excited about sharing with other people as well. So maybe maybe 2021 will have some of that attached to it too.
0: Definitely, and I you know I hope that that's kind of the point of this podcast and sort of sharing some of this, but sort of with everything I've ever tried to do in my business it's been you know I've hoped that sharing it and putting it out there does kind of make other people think oh maybe I could do that too because you know you absolutely can it's just you've you have got to have that sort of um drive and determination a little bit to to get out there and do it um and yeah I just think you know the more we sort of share that hopefully other people get inspired by that too
1: yeah bravery and boldness and uh getting your story out there yeah which is a good way to end i don't know if we, we might we might get one more podcast in this year but
0: maybe
1: yeah be a good way to head towards christmas with bravery and boldness is as our, as our theme to end the year on so um
0: good yeah. You've been listening to Conversations in the Kitchen with us, Gemma and Paul from In the Kitchen. Be sure to subscribe in your favorite podcast player so you don't miss an episode. And if you're a small business with big purpose who wants to grow your e-commerce revenue, click the link in our show notes.